At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. Always follow the money. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Here we go. Welcome into the program. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. And coming up over the next three hours today, a Monday night football preview, probably a couple of times. We have the Week 8 opening point spreads and totals in the NFL. Two Major League Baseball playoff games today. Josh Applebaum on the program, as is Michael Lombardi. So it's good to have you on board. And, Paulie, obviously we're going to begin today in the National Football League, as we do every single Monday morning. And, you know, maybe more so than ever, the NFL is so week to week. And if you just think about, you know, maybe not – so much these teams covering numbers, such as the Bears covering against the Raiders. Not really that surprising. The Ravens covering against the Lions. Okay, you could go on and on and on yesterday. But it's the way the games played out and the unpredictable fashion in which these games started yesterday. For example, the the Browns-Colts uh, game had 45 points at halftime. It was by far and away the highest scoring game of the day. Uh-huh. Like, what, what is happening here? Okay, the, the, every time I looked up, there's another touchdown being scored in that game. The Pats led the Bills 13-3 at halftime. It was the Ravens 28, Lions nothing, yards 355 to 97. A total bloodbath in Baltimore. And then you had the Giants and Bears leading by combined score of 28-3 to in those early games yesterday. So it's not, again, maybe not so much that these teams are covering. Now, that can happen. But the blowouts that we had or the, again, the stuff that you just didn't see coming in week seven of the NFL. Yeah, it delivers every week. Yeah, I think it, I think it's close to a perfect league. If we could just get the officials to stay out of the way and stop deciding some of these games, I think it'd be, uh, it'd be perfect. And it was another seven-hour sweat and a fun day. And, uh, you know, the Survivor, people getting chopped out left and right, taken out in Survivor. I mean, it's a lot of fun here because you see most of the league is average. And, yes, it is. And a lot, you know, how do the Steelers win every week? How are the Falcons getting this done? This is just, uh, this is a phenomenal watch every Sunday. 
Might the Bills miss the playoffs? Yes, it definitely in play. There's you know a saying? lot wrong there. The the Giants I saw are like a game and a half out of the wild card. <laughs> if you can believe it in the NFC. Yeah. Well, again, I mean, someone's going to host a playoff game out of this NFC South. And as bad as the bottom of that conference is, you might get two playoff teams out yep. of that. So yep. I'll tell you what's really good has been the AFC North. Like who? Yes. I have a ticket on the Browns to win the division. You have a ticket on the Ravens. Look at the combined right now, the four teams have won eight consecutive games. Every team's on a two-game winning streak. Yes, yes. How good is the AFC North? Right. From top to bottom, that's the best division. And still, you have to, you can't dismiss the Steelers, even though I don't know how they win games where it's just, you, you just, you hang around, you can't do anything on offense, and you hope that the opposing quarterback screws it up. I mean, that's what they're doing right now. Try to force a turnover and get out of there, and, and somehow Canada is still the offensive coordinator. The, again, the Ravens should be undefeated. Gave away two games. Definitely blew the Pittsburgh game on the road. But that's what I thought we would see coming in when we had Monken's press conference and what they talked about in August. I thought this was going to be a dangerous offense. Get out of the way. You can't stop it. Now, what happened Sunday was was you know a, a fluke in terms of how good they played and at that level. But what we didn't anticipate was Baltimore having a top-five defense. So this team becomes very scary if they continue to, to get better, improve on offense with the weapons that they have and the defense plays at that level. That That's lookout. That's Kansas City level. Group. Okay, so that team right now at DraftKings, they're 16-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. They're going to be a player as long as they can stay healthy in the AFC. There's no doubt in my mind. And yep. if you consider what they did yesterday to a Lions team that was 5-1, and one, had a lot of mojo going for it, right? And that was a game in which the Ravens went right down the field or the first team this year on their first four possessions to go down and score a touchdown on every single drive. And I believe the Lions on their first three drives had nine total plays and it was punt, punt, punt. So not only did the Lions offense no-show that Baltimore defense that you talked about, though, Paul, was a big reason why, it was the Lions defense that just got completely manhandled again. And to be outgained yeah. 350-plus to 97 at halftime. And that, think about this for a second. Baltimore on the year. Here are your quarterbacks they had faced before yesterday. Ryan Tannehill, Kenny Pickett, DTR. They got a whiff of him. <laughs> Gardner Minshew, a hobble Joe Burrow, and CJ Stroud in his first ever start. Yeah, fair. So, so yeah. it's like, okay, now they're taking on Jared Goff, who yeah. I've been making the case, sleepy MVP guy. And by the way, that game was garbage time the entire time. Lions could only score eight points. Yep. Vicious that that couldn't go over either. No doubt. I mean, it's almost like Tech Mobile, too, when Lamar Jackson gets, am I going to scramble? Am I going to take off? No, I'm up. And he's just going to sit there and bait you, right? And then you come, is he going to take off and run? Yeah. Or is he just going to gonna come up and he throws it if you sit back and the guys are wide open? But Pardon uh, me, six points, by the way. Yeah. But the other thing was, I didn't, I, I wasn't strong enough on this on Friday. This team continues to bury people how they get out of the gates. They are 8-0 ATS in the first quarter, and they've outscored their opponents 55-6. They jump on you from the get-go. So that's an excellent job by the coaching staff, having them ready to go every week and then script in the place. Yep, totally agree. That's awesome coaching. 55-6. See, and and that's what it looks like when the receivers hang on to the the pass, right? That's right. Andrews, Beckham, Flowers, who do I, Bateman, who can I stop? Aguilar, too many guys. Yeah, just to remind people again, that's, I mean, somehow, some way they lost that Steelers game. They could have won that game like 40-14. to Just, I mean, if the receivers hang on to the football, that's another burial. 
And they're sitting here with one loss on this season, and the entire talk is going to be, yeah, this team can play KC to the wire. They can. Uh, who else is good, actually, in the AFC? Uh, at, who we thought were, was, was going to be good, right? Buffalo, I, I, don't, I have no idea at this point. They have so many injuries across the board on defense. Yesterday was no good, allowing Mac Jones and the Patriots to do that and come back and win. The Dolphins now played two good, two good teams on the year. See, that's the big one. It's hard to make a case for Tua for MVP until he beats a good team. Because the, the five wins are against teams that are combined 8-25. and 25 Yeah. So you're right. They play two good teams, and they've been boat raced now. I mean, 17 points? Yeah. And, and you get the pick six, actually? So you want to throw that out? I mean, it's it's been bad for them against the two teams. So uh, it's going to be hard. And then you look up, and every, are they going to do this again? I'm not saying it's over, but it appears, again, that the Super Bowl is going to go through Kansas City. I mean, because more wins are coming up. Now, they take on Miami and Germany, but it's just they're going to be Denver. They're going to be 7-1. and one. This kid's 28-9, or 28-3, rather, yeah. inside the, against the division in his career. No one's on Kelsey, wide open. It's the same thing every year with the Chiefs. Can't right. stop. And, like, that's exactly the thought that I had watching that game as they were putting away the Chargers yesterday. Like, it's the NFL season's so much fun. And you like to make a case and, you know, you're putting your bets together all the way back in, who knows, May, June, July, maybe even before then. And you're trying to make a case for these other teams. And finally, it's going to catch up with the Chiefs. And at the end of the day, is it just going to be a case like Mahomes is winning the MVP and the Chiefs are going to be, you know, 14 and three with the one seed overall in the AFC. Nobody's going to beat them. They're going to be playing another Super Bowl. Is that, is that what it's going to come down to? Like we all do this for yeah. five months. And at the end of the year, it's like, ah, there you go. It's KC yet again. So someone can beat this guy, and then you're going to have to do it on his field, which is that. But rest assured, he'll be, he'll be in the game and probably hosting the game as well, no doubt. I also thought that was a big win for Philly uh, to bounce back. I would agree. You, you good call by you. But for them to bounce back, and you had to have it because uh, you should take out Washington Sunday, this gauntlet that they have coming up, I mean, they had to have it because you go after the Washington game, you go Dallas at Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco, at Dallas, at Seattle. I don't care who you are. Just get out of there alive is, uh-huh. is a major accomplishment. I know. I think that's why after next week, and in fact, it's uh, Halloween, next Tuesday, that's the day that you want to look at uh, prices on the Cowboys to win the division based on the whole schedule overall. And again, week to week, unpredictable uh, league that we have here in the NFL. The Bears, Saints, Giants, Falcons, Pats, and Broncos – were a combined 533 and 4 ATS. Bears, Giants, Falcons, Pats all covered one outright, as did the Broncos. That's just a great tweet yeah. from Raheem Palmer, and that just sums up the entire league. And the Bears and the Giants fairly Bears easy, Giants easy. Mm-hmm. It should have been a no. It should not have been that close. Washington scored their only touchdown because Shepard fumbled a punt deep in his own territory. Other than that, they did nothing the whole game. Incredible job by the Giants yeah. and defense and how bad Washington was. And I, I still, th- I mean, I want to get on the bandwagon. I want to say they're good. They have all the, they have the pieces. They have a good defense and plenty of weapons. It's just, I've had enough with Ritter though. But that's a big win on the road to beat Tampa and turn it over several times at the one yard line and, and come back and, and cuckoo could chew with the game winning field goal. Again, isn't that every game for the Falcons? Man. Where they have a game winning field goal opportunity. He's, he's throwing the ball much better, Desmond Ritter is. Just, I mean, the, you know, last week it was the INTs. Yesterday it was the fumbles. And 
the, the, the timeliness in which that they happened. I mean, deep inside Tampa Bay ter- territory or at the goal line every single time. Yeah, the London plays are incredible. We never, I've never seen that before. Ass over tea kettle. And then is it a touchdown? Is he out at the one or is it a fumble? What did you think but of then, that? I thought it was a correct. I couldn't tell if the fingers gra- I, grazed outside. I've never seen outside. that before. No, right. Did the fingers come out outside? I know, but I thought they got the call right. But again, put the ball away. Don't do that. The Ritter fumble is just unacceptable and inexcusable. He stops. He gives up on the play and starts to celebrate. And then they, they Winfield does a great job not yeah. giving up. That can't happen. But to me, Art, Art, do you, do you trust the guy or not? It's third and five. If you get a first down, the game's over, and he, th- he runs the ball. I mean, do you come on? You got to throw the ball there. It works out because they get the stop and they kick the game when he field goal. But it's it's like that you have the weapons all around him. Th- trust him and throw the ball. There's plenty of pieces. How about that, Bijan? Well, that too. B- basically, nope. Sick all of a sudden. Can't go in the game. Hearing rumblings of what happened on the sideline, like it wasn't good. Well, that information should have been available. I know. I mean, that, that kills everyone in props and fantasy. And it's, oh, by the way, our best player is sick. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll look at the Monday night game coming up next. No Debo Samuel. There is a player on the 49ers who flourishes when C, uh, Samuel misses a game. We'll tell you who that is coming up next here on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Watch sensational Grand Slam action on Tennis Channel as top stars clash at Roland Garros in Paris. Catch all the excitement. What a shot. Come on now. With Tennis Channel's comprehensive coverage as we bring you live matches and nightly encores, plus match previews. That is awesome. Don't miss one of the greatest events in all of sports. Roland Garros, the French Open. Daily live coverage on Tennis Channel, now through June 9th. Always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. In this hour, we will touch on the two MLB playoff games that we have today a game six and a game seven. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And uh, VSIN sports betting analyst Josh Applebaum will join the program to get his uh, thoughts on Monday Night Football tonight. And, Paulie, we do have the openers here for Week 8 in the National Football League, the Thursday night game. Buffalo is at home to Tampa Bay. The look-ahead line was Buffalo minus 9. They're down to 7.5 this morning at DraftKings. Total is 42.5. Well, better job in the second half offensively, but I was freaking out. I'm just like, what am I watching here, right? 
And I, I know you're right about all the injuries, but when have the Patriots looked like that on offense? So at home, so what? They should have lost Sunday night to the Giants. So you want to be laying this? Good luck. And then here comes Baker Mayfield limping in after they haven't done anything offensively in the last two games. I know. Well, the Bills got me good this weekend in teasers, but more importantly in Survivor yeah. on one of my tickets. So uh, to come back and uh, trust them again, I don't. it's Monday morning, so it's like prison of the moment to say, I could never do that. But um, down from nine here, a full one-and-a-half-point move after what we saw yesterday. Tough. But the injuries have absolutely caught up to the Bills. Yeah. It's unfortunate this happens to a team, if not multiple teams, every year in the league where you think it's a championship contender, and then it's just one thing right after another. What do you think of the total? Tampa's defense playing well. Uh, I, I don't see them. I mean, again, are yeah. they, they going to put, even though the, ta- the Buffalo defense is bad right now, will the Buccaneers have explosive plays in this game? No. It seems unlikely. Yeah. Their, expo- their explosive play last night. Yes, it was Baker Mayfield with a 31-yard rush yeah. with a scramble that set up the tying field goal at the time. The Jets are playing the Giants. Technically, this is a Giants home game. Jets are laying three. Total is 36 here. Look at some of these totals again this week. Well, it's about time. It's about time the odds makers say, okay, we're putting up 36s now, and then you can decide what to do with it. But I, who's scoring in this game? I mean, Zach Wilson against Taylor and Giants, so many guys out with the offensive line. I mean, it's... Again, that should have been an easy win, though. Barkley fumbles going in, and Shepard muffs the punt. But well, uh, I would also say, to your point, though, and your question about who's going to be scoring here, the Giants' defense now the last couple of weeks shut down the Bills, should right. have won that game on Sunday night. Right. And I know it's the commanders here, but again, they six sacks yesterday. Yep. So you, you don't think that Martindale is going to be bringing the heat and, and blitzing Zach Wilson in this game? I don't see how it goes over unless there's turnovers. I Which can't. could happen. Yeah. The Rams are playing at the Cowboys this morning. The DraftKings Dallas is six and the total is 46. Rams losers yesterday. Cowboys off the bye. Yeah. I just, I cannot believe. How long has this guy been in the league, Stafford? And he does the, still does the dumb oh. stuff with the, how, what are you doing? Oh, eight, oh, nine. Something like that. I mean, the interception coming out of halftime. I mean, it's just, and, and Watt returns at the, Inside the five. It's like he still makes rookie mistakes, Stafford. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the good and the bad. So, incredible catches by Puka. That's, uh, I think they'll be, that's going over. I think they're going to be points in that one. Well, another game yesterday, by the way, for the Rams. I believe that's four straight weeks now where they've taken money to the over. Not gotten there. I mean, that yesterday, that game, the Rams, I think the yardage count was like 300 plus to 100. And they couldn't put away uh, the, the Steelers. I mean, they have one play. They throw the back, sh- the, the back yeah. throw to do a back back shoulder throw to a Pickens. Pickens. That's it. That's the only thing that's they, all do. they have. That's all they can. That's all they have. Right. Uh, Jacksonville is two at the Steelers. Total is forty one and a half. Is this too much respect for Jacksonville? Well, when you watch the Steelers' offense, you say no. Huh. I think the total might be too high, but it's this this offense is broken. I don't know how they continue to win games, but. Uh, does the schedule catch up to Jacksonville? That's the thing. I mean, this is a lot to overcome here. Well, back fa- to thankfully, back. they played this past Thursday, so yeah, that helps you know, the right. couple of days rest. Yeah, but the extra rest, but I know. But you go London for two, then travel, Colts, short week, road game, another road game. So 
You win this one, then you go into your buy and your love in life. I liked what uh, Cousin Sal tweeted about the Steelers. Bet them to be trailing at halftime to come back and win the game. It's around 10 to 1. He's like, don't just bet it like that and don't ask questions. All right. And Tomlin somehow, some way will end up winning the game, and you yep. have no idea how this team's 4 and 2. Yeah. Uh, Houston's 3. Both teams off the buy here. Two rookie quarterbacks. Houston's three at Carolina, 41 and a half. Oh, I know what Adam Chernoff's going to do, but I got to see now with uh, Thomas Brown taking over and Reich out of the picture with the play calling. Going to see, but the only thing the only thing to bet here is Adam Thielen over. That's what you bet mm-hmm. is prop. And if they, how dare they put up in, in the 50s again for receiving yards, if that's the case, pound it. All right, Saints are playing at the Colts. Indy off the tough loss yesterday. They're laying one and a half at home to the Saints. Total is 42 and a half here. Wrong team favored? No, I don't think so. No? No, I don't. Uh, I'm going to get, uh, you don't know what you're going to get week in, week out from Minshew. But that we've seen the full Minshew experience oh the last two goodness. weeks. Oh, my goodness. I mean. Awful against Jacksonville, and then they light up the Browns. What do you have, two touchdowns was, passing and it, rushing yesterday against the best defense in football? Yeah, I know. I'm on the air yesterday with Brent Musburger here on the network, and he's asking me about that game. And I said, Minshew is, I think both statements could be true. He's maybe the best backup quarterback in the league, but when he has to play extended amounts of time, he's one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the league. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he plays the game of his life yeah. yesterday, or one of them anyway. Oh, that had everything. So Atl- yeah. Atlanta, is this too short? Atlanta is one at Tennessee. Total's 37 and a half. Well, okay. So Halloween is, is the deadline. It, it, I think it's going to be madness. I said it in August. I stand by it. I think the fire sale's coming in Tennessee. Now, who's playing quarterback? Are they going to move on from Henry? What's this going to look like? Do they, is the U-Haul backed up? Fire sale's coming. Uh, I, can't, I can't make a case. For, who's scoring in this game? This could be Willis against Ritter. Oh, my God. Which, again, it's, it's not only Ritter. It's also Art Smith being conservative and run, run, run. And the other thing, what's going on with Robinson? I mean, that was just a theater of absurd what happened where the guy's on there and he's got his helmet. Is he going right, in? Right, right, right. Um, okay, so where does this number go if Tannehill can't play? I want nothing to do with Willis really? at this point. Yeah. I mean, betting them right now, taking a risk on, okay, so I have one in pocket and Tannehill goes, but if Willis happens I, to... It, it's 16-13. I don't know who wins. It's a 16-13 final. Th- yeah, Willis. the number has to move to at least three if yeah. Tannehill can't go. Not Philadelphia there. is now six and a half at Washington, 45. I, I think that the first game means absolutely nothing here. Really? I, I really Throw do. It out? Yeah. It has been bad since. And you're right. Is this, this kid going to get sacked 100 times? He's on pace to get sacked 100 times. But that's okay. And it, it tees the Eagles fine. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll ask so, you this again. Yeah. Minnesota plays at Green Bay. Should Green Bay be favored over anybody? Can't be. Well, Could certainly it? you have to take the Vikings first half. No, but you're right. I mean, you're favored in Denver and you can't move the ball and you lose that game. What is going on with this guy? Does LaFleur have any idea what he's doing? No, the answer is no. The last four halves, they've been outscored 63-6. to six, First halves. They haven't cracked 21 points four in a row. Mm. I mean, 63-6. to six, First uh, halves. I mean, uh, what I, is he doing? Yep. I'll give you a guess of how many people nationally are going to feel sorry for the Packers because of the quarterback play now. After 30-plus years. No, no. Of, this is why I said the whole time. Now you blew. And th- this is 10 years ago saying, you better get your act together because there's no guarantee you're going to follow up Farvin Rodgers with another Hall of Famer, and you don't know what it's like to play without a good quarterback. Well, here we are, and this team won two Super Bowls over 31 years or whatever it was. 
abomination. Yeah, it is definitely time to panic. Yep. Love, Love can't play and LaFleur is awful. New England and Miami Dolphins are now as low yeah. as 10 and a half. Total is 47. Well, this touched 12 and a half yesterday. It was a it was a tough one week, too. So it's still hoodie. It's uh, try to uh, contain this offense. And if the New England offense looks like they did Sunday, finally, a, they look they look competent, look like an NFL team for for a change. Uh, you said this earlier about you like the team in Atlanta, but the quarterback play. If Seattle had a good quarterback, yes, this team could win the Super Bowl. Yes, they're two and a half point that's, favorites against the Browns. That's another guy. He's been in the league forever. He plays like a rookie. The interception. What is Geno Smith oh, doing man. at the one yard line? Throwing people, it up. And people got duped into him winning comeback player of the year oh. last year. Screaming for weeks last year. You, last yeah, year, saying you, you right. cannot give him the award. They have a nasty defense. You have a running game. You have great wide receivers. Yeah. Geno holding them back right now. KC's eight and a half at Denver total forty five and a half. Well, remember that's four in a row they played them tough. Yeah, right. But uh, that's a lot of points. Baltimore's eight at Arizona. Here's what's going to happen: yeah. Cardinals will play them tough for a first half. Uh, yes, yes. Be in the game and then somehow no they'll. Yep, it'll be twenty seven thirteen final Baltimore. Uh, Cincinnati is at San Francisco. Niners five and a half total forty five and a half. That just seems about right. Yeah, I think that's the number you got to make it. Yeah. But the Bengals off the bye might be worth a look, in my opinion. We'll see what happens tonight with the 49ers. But um, thinking that Burrow is going to be, you know, the healthiest he's going to be at this point in, any, you know, in the season. And here you go with your survivor play. The Chargers are laying 8.5 against the Bears. Totals 44.5. Yeah. Teaser, a teaser looks good as well. I think uh, Badgett will play like the uh, Division Two kid that he is. It's certainly a great story. But now on the road here and Chargers trying to save the season. And... Uh, I got. I got. I love the guy, but Herbert's got to do. Herbert's been bad here. Yeah. Herbert's got to get things going here. I didn't think this with this Kellen Moore offense it would look like this. And the Lions look great Monday night. Oh, I love the Lions. Now, how do you say? How do you say Garoppolo's out, but he's back Monday? Mm-hmm. So, and I can't believe McDaniel's. Why didn't O'Connell start? Well, it's not the preseason. You just played him in the Charger game, and then you bring him in anyways, and he throws a touchdown. Okay, here's why. McDaniel's has absolutely no clue what he's doing. Yeah, no. He's lost. And by the way, Devontae Adams, nice job. You're going to piss and moan in the media all week long, or actually more, more than one week now, and you're actually going to say it's not about wins and losses. It's about greatness. You're wide open in the end zone, hit you right in the hands, and you drop the ball. <laughs> yeah. Th- then show up then. Play well. Don't pull that crap. Uh, by, by the way, back to the chart. There's no, I couldn't lay eight and a half. They might win by 100. I couldn't lay eight and a half against a Division Three team with the Chargers. All right. Touch on tonight's Monday night game. And what a day today overall in sports with two playoff games, a game six and a game seven. We'll hit them next. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Well, now college basketball is going to tip off. This is unbelievable. Our annual betting guide's coming out with college hoops now. Matt Eumann's top 25 rankings. Who will be this year's Florida Atlantic? Future season-long bets. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up now for 120. Get VEASAN Pro access to everything we do through May 1st. All college basketball season-long. March Madness and beyond for 120. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. I think maybe the game of the weekend was Friday night. And it was game five, Astros Rangers. Good call. I, I, it was one of the best three hours of baseball I've ever watched yep. in my entire life. I concur. All things considered. Now, let me ask Not you everything. this. 
from a betting perspective when Adolis Garcia hits the home run off Rolander and you want to talk about celebrating and enjoying the moment when he walks on the first base and he body slams the bat 300 miles an hour into the, into the turf, into the ground, and then he rounds the bases. If this was a regular season game in June, there's no doubt about it he's getting plunked in the next at-bat. Well, you had to throw at him. Okay. Yep. But his next at-bat, the, the Rangers are up 4-2. There's a guy on. You can bet this stuff now. You can bet fire bets, next plate appearance, what's yep. going to happen. Yep. It never crossed my mind that he would get hit by a pitch because it, maybe some chin music here to, to send a uh, message. But to like purposely hit him, and now I know there's a back and forth about Woody or Woody not hit him, um, Abreu. I never thought to like bet that because why would the Astros put another guy on base when they're still in the game? Do you know what I'm saying? Well, first base open, yeah. Send a message. You don't act like that. I, I thought that was in play. Absolutely. You, you thought it was in play. Absolutely. I, I never did. In, play. Yeah. in a playoff game down yeah. 4 2 late, ninth inning. Yeah. I didn't. But, okay. Well, it changed everything because then you had a 20-minute delay. And then, then LeClerc is sitting there all that time, and you have the, it, that, that long delay, and then bam. <laughs> Altuve goes deep, and that's just a vicious push on the total yeah. with 5-4. But it was just, guys, can you figure it out? Can you? Why do we have such a long delay? And they were, they were stunned. And Bochi, who doesn't say a damn word, Bochi was irate afterwards how long the delay was. So you come out, the walk to Singleton is awful. Mm-hmm. That's the big one. You know, I know a prospect in his story, but to be hitting a buck sixty, and uh, and then Altuve deposits deposits the pitch, and it becomes a five four final. And then what happened yesterday? Uh, what, what's Bochi now? Twelve and one, last thirteen facing elimination. This guy is incredible. Well, no one, one of the best managers, and no one talks about it. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but this is game seven tonight. The last thing you wanted was a home game. I mean, it doesn't, you're six games under 500 yeah. at home. Well, and now, the, I, mean, I think the last thing the Rangers want is to have Max Scherzer on the mound. That too. That's why it's a fascinating game and a handicap. And this is awesome. Game seven to go to the World Series. And you have a team that, and the road teams won every game. Mm-hmm. And then yet the road teams throwing Max Scherzer who's needed a diaper like the last three or four playoff starts he's made. Right, so the same game Parley and Max Scherzer came in last week in his last start, right? I mean, everything that should have gone under did, everything that should have gone over also did. In this game, his strikeouts, it's the same number, juiced a little differently, though. It's four and a half strikeouts. It was the same number last week, or in his last start. Yeah. The under is minus 135. Is he going to be in the game long enough to record five strikeouts I can't here? see it. I can't see it. Not only, I don't think he gets it done in terms of rising to the occasion. It's also game seven. I I don't care. After what happened, and remember, he didn't pitch for a month. As soon as there's trouble, I'm getting them. Everyone's available. I don't care. Montgomery, whoever. Nolan Ryan, everyone's available. I don't care. This is it. It's game seven, all the makings. As soon as they have a rally going, I'm pulling Scherzer. Uh, The bullpen will be warming up if there are runners on the corners with nobody out in the first inning. Well, I can use everybody. I have I have Gray. I have Haney. I have Dunning. I have Perez. Absolutely. I I have I have a. And oh, by the way, everyone's gone. Game one of the World Series is Friday. 
That's right. So that's why it's all hands on deck, and we scream about that all the time. Like the the Barrios thing for the Blue Jays against the Twins. What on earth were they doing? But tonight is going to make a lot of sense. And the first sign whatsoever, they're going to have to go to yeah. him and talk to him and get somebody warming up, and that could be very soon. His outs prop tonight is 13 and a half as well. No way. He's pushing five innings? No way. Can't see it. No way. Maybe we get the reverse no. max here. But, I can't. I just uh, no. But for, I just for a team that's been to the ALCS seven years in a row, and to be this bad at home is staggering. Mm-hmm. So this is it for all the marbles. You win, think you win the game, you're in the World Series, and in September, in games you had to have swept by the Royals, lost two out of three to the Ace. These are awful teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just how could they be so bad the entire year at home? And now they're 0-3 in this series at home. You only won one game thus far at home in the playoffs, and you're 5-0 and on the road. It's the gift that keeps on giving, by the way, with the Astros for a player prop. Jordan Alvarez, his what? total bases is 1.5. Is it plus money again? Still plus 120 It's still plus today. money. I it's, can't it's figure plus it out. money every it's an game. Auto play. They're not walking the guy. It's they an are auto not play. pitching nope. around him, and you can't. Nope. They said it in the broadcast last night. Alvarez, and I called him Barry Bonds recently, because Bonds owned the plate more than any player I can ever remember in my lifetime when he was in his prime. Alvarez is right there with him. That entire strike zone is his. You get anywhere close to that, although he did strike out in a big spot last night. I get that. But for the totality of the game, that's not going to happen four times. You know, also has been great as Tucker. Oh, yeah, thank you. I'm going to send that guy an IOU yeah. once they lose yeah, this send series. Him, send him an IOU for 90000 Absolutely. He's that's a, such he's a big un, boy. He's unplayable. I know he is. Now, now how about this is a great week. We have Tottenham at noon. We have a game six at two o'clock. We have a game seven, and we got Monday night football. And I don't know, is Aaron Nola going to do this every, every start? Six innings, no runs, three hits. Five and two-thirds, two runs. Seven innings, shutout ball. Can he do it again and well, close the door on the Diamonds' backs? Okay. But, and, and the series should be over because of Kimbrell. But Phillies haven't lost at home the entire playoffs and 23 home runs in 11 games. Second most ever. Right. So if Scherzer is going to be bad in every start, which you're projecting again today. Yeah. Valdez, you and Mike Palm both said last week, can't pitch in yeah, the game six. They did. Yeah. So if they're going to be bad every start, why can't Nola be this good every it's single been, yeah. start? It's been great. Now, Merrill Kelly was no... I mean, no. he wasn't chopped liver his last start. He was good. Well, the question is, though, it's from a prop standpoint, who's going deep for Philadelphia? Try to figure I mean, it it's out. It's going to happen. Maybe is it all these guys again? Castellanos, a little bit of a funk, too. I would play him under uh, under bases. Castellanos, something wrong with his swing, and you just throw him sliders away. But um, Schwarber, what is it, five home runs in the NLCS? Huh? This guy's Reggie Jackson. You know, and what Harper's doing, not only are they hitting home runs, they serve peanuts on that flight. Mm-hmm. I mean, these things are bombs. So, Trey Turner, I think he'll rise to the occasion. He's a, he's good for at least a double tonight. So, big price though, dollar ninety. But it's a madhouse. So hard to win there, and and they think they tee up Kelly and get enough. And I'll tell you this: and, and Nola uh, holds them in check. If we do get Astros Phillies World Series, don't you really like Philadelphia? I, I know the Astros are much better at home, and Philly's going to have the home field edge here, but you can trot out Wheeler and Nola a minimum of twice. Suarez has been great. Very good. The other guys for the Phillies have been really, really good. 
And for the Astros, it's okay. We think Verlander can give us like make a stay in the game for six innings, and after that, it's yeah. okay. What are we going to get? Who's going to deliver for us on the mound? Who has home field? The Phillies will in that matchup against Houston. Yes, the okay. Rangers have it. If it's Rangers, Philly. Okay. Phillies. Well, you had me until you said the Astros wouldn't have home field. It's just, they don't lose on the road. Uh, it's weird. Yeah. But you'd have to like every like. I'm not kidding here. Every possible pitching matchup in that World Series, you would have to look at the Phillies and say, yeah. I, I like them again today. I am concerned about the Phillies bullpen. There's a reason Kimbrell jumps around from team to team. Yeah. Concerned about him. I don't for trust sure. him at all. Yeah. I don't like the other. What's the kids? Who's the guy with the. What's his name? Kierling or whatever? He's awful. No. You got to quit. Come on, Thompson. Do a better job. I don't. It's not September. And I, we're bringing yeah. that guy in. He's putting guys on right away and giving up runs. So uh, they should have swept them. At the very least, they should have beat them at five. You blow back-to-back games. It would be five-two in the eighth inning. Come on. Um, but we'll see if Nola closes the door. And, it, again, it's going to be – that building's going to be up for grabs here. I'm mean, a tough assignment for Kelly. Yeah, my favorite bet is Alvarez over total bases again. Uh, over one and plus 120. I'm with you. Are you expecting good things from Javier? I trust him. I do. Yeah. That guy's been awesome. I don't know how, but he, Actually, he gets it done. I'm sorry. I apologize. The Phillies-Astros matchup, Javier will probably have the advantage against whoever he goes, if that's going to be the matchup. Uh, Suarez, right? If yeah. he Suarez, right. Javier Suarez is actually a really good matchup yeah. right now. Yeah. It is. How about this? I can't believe we have two games today. Oh, the drama. Yeah. The only thing better would be if they were both game sevens. Yeah. The good, the bad, and the ugly is up next. They did it again. It was inexplicable. And with it comes zero accountability. We'll run it down for you here on Follow the Money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Watch sensational Grand Slam action on Tennis Channel as top stars clash at Roland Garros in Paris. Catch all the excitement. What a shot. Come on now. With Tennis Channel's comprehensive coverage as we bring you live matches and nightly encores, plus match previews. That is awesome. Don't miss one of the greatest events in all of sports. Roland Garros, the French Open. Daily live coverage on Tennis Channel, now through June 9th. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Don't forget DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can bet $5 and pocket 200 in bonus bets instantly. All customers get a no-sweat, same-game parlay every day. Download the app. Use promo code FOLLOW. 
follow when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook crowns yours. Get up there. VSIN sports betting analyst Josh Applebaum joins the program now. His two podcasts here on the network are called Morning Bets and Market Insights. You can get both podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast. Josh, thanks for the time today. Good morning. We appreciate it as always. Let's begin by looking at this Monday night football game tonight. The Niners are at the Vikings now. Of course, having outs here again, a major thing that uh, all sports bettors need to uh, have at their disposal. Vikings are catching six and a half at some spots. They're catching seven at others. Is that attractive enough for you to be on board here with Minnesota? It is. Mitch and Paulie, good morning. I Mm -hmm. think you just hit the nail on the head, Mitch. Regardless of who you like in this game, you can do yourself a favor as a better and get the best number available. So if you do like San Fran, get that minus six and a half. That's available across the market. If you do like the the Minnesota Vikings, which is where I'm going, you got to get that plus seven. Key numbers are so critical. Could be a difference between a win and a push, you know, loss and a push, that sort of thing. But my breakdown of the game, guys, is this. Number one, this is still a very, very public play toward the 49ers. They're dealing with some injuries. You're not going to have Debo Samuel tonight. No Trent Williams. He's banged up as well. McCaffrey looks like he's good to go, but he's, I was reading that he had a small tear in his oblique so how effective will he be but even though they lost last week uh to the uh, cleveland browns 19 to 17 remember they were a nine and a half point favorite in that game injuries pretty suffered his first loss in his career public is saying okay that was an aberration minnesota vikings stink lay the points of the 49ers tonight currently you're getting 80 percent of bets using our vsin.com bet splits coming directly from DraftKings, laying the points with san francisco but the notable thing to me guys is that this line is actually moving and showing liability toward the Minnesota Vikings. A lot of these books opened San Francisco laying seven and a half. That seven and a half quickly got down to seven. We pretty much sat seven all week. But as you mentioned, Mitch, some of these books are falling to six and a half. A lot of these books are uh, pay attention to the juice too. the juice on these sevens are all plus seven, minus 115, minus 120 to Minnesota. So if you're at a book that's still at seven, that's telling you that if you like Minnesota, you should probably grab them now as it may get down to six and a half. Now, Minnesota is playing a little bit better here as of late. Remember, last year they won all these one-score games. They're 11-0 in one-score games. Regression has hit them pretty hard this year uh, as they're, uh, they still have a losing record. But they've won two of their last three games. Again, they're contrarian in a heavily bet game, only getting 20% of bets. It feels like, you know, odds makers and books are taking a position on Minnesota. If you're getting such heavy betting on the 49ers, why isn't this up to 7.5, 8? It's actually falling and going the other way. You also get some correlative betting value. Always pay attention to, you know, what side do you like, dog or favorite, and then take a look at the, the total because that can give you a little bit of an edge there. Now, when I'm on a dog, guys, I want a low total. So total in this game is 43. It's actually fallen pretty good with some smart money. It opened as high as 47. But you're on a dog, especially a dog as high as a touchdown, low total game. Again, line of demarcation to me is like 45. If you're above 45, that's a high total. Below 45, low total. But fewer amount of expected points scored, harder for the favorite to cover. Also, primetime dogs. Now, they haven't barked as loud this year. They're 8-11 and 11 ATS. You saw dogs bark back a little bit yesterday as favorites had a really good start to the year. But still, primetime dogs in, on uh, since 2020, they're 175 ATS, 57%. Shanahan is only 13-16 and 16 ATS as a favorite of six or more. Mentioned the injuries here, obviously dealing uh, with a lot of star players being out for San Fran. But I'm going to take the plus seven, guys. Again, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of, you know, tease down 49ers, money line parlays, 49ers. But if you're giving me everybody and their mother on San Francisco yet, it's fallen down to Minnesota. Again, Kirk Cousins doesn't have a good record in primetime. He can lose this one tonight. If you're taking the points, just lose by six or less. Uh, I'm taking the points, the plus seven with Minnesota. How about some day baseball today? And can Nola keep it going? He's been awesome so far in the playoffs. What do you think of the Phillies trying to close out Arizona? Yeah, I'm going to hope for a closeout here, Paulie. I'm going to go with uh, Philly. I think there's three reasons to back Philly today. The line move, 
the pitching matchup and how great they are at home. So uh, leading three to two, as you mentioned, uh, Paulie, if they win today, they punch their ticket to the World Series. Series price, Philly's now minus 650. That's an implied probability of 87%. If you think Arizona can win tonight and then uh, win a game, a game seven, they're plus 500. Phillies are your World Series favorite now, plus 125. Houston plus Ooh. 210. We got the Houston-Texas game later today, which will, which will be great. Texas plus 275 and Arizona plus 1300. But let's start off with the line move today, guys. This game opened... You know, as low as minus 165, minus 170 for Philly. Now they're up to minus 180. Some shops even higher, minus 185. So right off the bat, that steam move jumped out to me. A lot of money here laying it with the fills. Pretty good bet split as well. They're getting 81% of bets, but 93% of the money. So public's just saying ride the fills. Uh, But wise guys maybe saw value in that number when it opened around minus 165. So we have the line move. We have a pretty good uh, pro and Joe bet split. And then also the pitching matchup. Merrill Kelly. He's one and one with an ERA of 3.00 in the postseason. But to me, this is a, a game to back Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola has been great. 3 and 0, 0.96 ERA. This is the same matchup as game two. If you remember, guys, that Philly won that game 10 to nothing at home. Nola went six innings, three hits, no runs, seven Ks. And then the last thing is just Philly at home. You've heard Bryce Harper talk about it. He loves Philly. You know, it almost, uh, I get, you know, uh, jealousy as a Red Sox fan when Fenway Park used to be like this, but now Philly is kind of the uh, the crazy ballpark with the home uh, home field advantage and these fans go nuts. Harper's talked about how much he loves playing in front of these fans and it really you know gives this team some uh, some momentum, some confidence because they're 6-0 and at the bank. Citizens Bank Ballpark this postseason. They're 12 and 2 at the bank the last two postseasons. $100 better taking the Phillies at home every postseason game last two years is up almost $1,000. And then some correlative betting. We're becoming a bigger favorite here with Philly. It's a low total. It's eight. It's juiced up under minus 115. So maybe liability on a lower scoring game. And if you're looking for a prop bet, guys, Aaron Nola to go over five and a half strikeouts. Can he get you six K's today? Mm. Uh, he's gone over that number in two of his last three games. It's juiced up minus 130. I like Nola. I like the fills at home. I like the line move. I got to go Philly guys minus 180. Uh, very good. You can follow Josh on X. He is at Josh underscore insights. Get his two podcasts here on VEASAN as well, wherever you get your podcast. One is called Morning Bets. The other one is called Market Insights. Thanks for the time today, Josh. Best of luck today. Appreciate it, guys. Have a great day. Yep. Be good. There you go. Okay, so he likes the K-Prop too, over six and a half. The, the NOLA angle here, I mean, this guy has just completely turned it on. Made a ton of money. Absolutely. Like, what is his contract yeah. going to be? Yeah. If you could bet on it, would you bet north of $175 million? Well over. Yep. Probably going to land there. So, I mean, he's in unbelievable form right now. And if you're betting these home run props, I mean, Merrill Kelly's also very good. Maybe we don't see a lot of fireworks from this Phillies lineup, but, man, the way Schwarber's going right now and the way Harper, so good. Daily strikeout leader. Nola plus 180, Kelly plus 250, Javier plus 250, Scherzer 4-1. to Scherzer, I don't see how he sees the fourth inning. Mm. And Nola, who's going to go deep in the game? The best chance, Nola. Scherzer would be a complete contrarian pick. Yeah. Right? The five and a half uh, for Nola is minus 130 to the over. Merrill Kelly has the same number, by the way. Five and a half. The over for him is plus 115. Outs recorded. Aaron Nola is 16 and a half. So will he go five and two thirds? The over is minus 145. Six strong from him tonight? I should be able to get six, yeah. Merrill Kelly is 14 and a half. 
Does he go five I don't know what to make of him. I don't know. I, that, that one's tough. Look at, uh, look at Javier, by the way. H- Javier's prop today for outs recorded is it's the lowest on the board by any starting pitcher. It's 12 and a half. The over is plus 110. He's got to go over. This is the flip opposite of Texas with the Abreu thing. And, and Dusty's talked about it. How many guys can he trust? Right. Plus the bullpen came in and they were awful yesterday. Yes, they were. I... I, th- I would trust Javier to just maybe he has to, he has to give him something. He has to give him five innings at least. Well, I would say Six this, though. It, it, we said this earlier. The first sign of trouble for Max Scherzer, Bruce Bochy's uh-huh. going to have the bullpen warming up for the Rangers. There's yeah. zero debate about that, right? Well, it's also game seven here for the Astros. So what about if Javier's in trouble? Well, who am I going to? Like, what do we see? I- They're going to have to have J.P. France. Oh, boy. Brown? They're, they're going to have to Brown. It's in all... This game is all hands on deck for both teams. Has to be. Yeah, you could be right. Maybe Javier is too high then. I just trust what he's you know going back. Oh, the last, guy's in really good form. Yeah, his last four playoff starts. Got to have to. You're gonna have to trust him. And just finds a way to get it done and get these guys out. Well, there's, we'll be, there's just too much there with Scherzer. The history, the layoff. And Game 7, and, and knowing there's better options out there anyway. So well, at least now I see it. But, any, you know, Bochy has a bunch of guys he can go to. And the injury's kind of a big deal, too. Yeah. You know, he's just fresh off of that injury where we were first told, imagine this, reports were wrong. He was going to be out for the year. Comes back, was no good. And now he's got to turn right back around against the same team and do it all over again. Killing his legacy. Killing it. Going boot off the mound last year, Game 1. Lit up seven runs against the Padres. Lit up here. You think in so? In game three. Absolutely. He's been horrendous going back. Uh, Bad with the Dodgers. He was seen as this Mad Max closing. It's flipped going back the last, uh, you know, three, four teams he's been I don't even know top of my head. Been on. How many rings did, does he have? Is it one with the Nationals? Did he get one in Detroit? Is he two? I don't think they won it. No? With him, he no. have, doesn't have two? I don't know. No. Okay. We'll run down a lot of what happened yesterday in the National Football League coming up next here on VSIN. NBA starts tomorrow. We're getting close to college basketball. Soccer's been great as well. No better time of the year to be a sports better. Sign up now. Get a full VEASAN Pro access. Everything we do through May 1st for $120. Daily best bets. Betting splits. Go to the NFL draft. NBA, NHL regular seasons. Incredible offer for a limited time. Everything we do through May 1st for $120. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Michael Lombardi joins the program now, longtime NFL executive, uh, VEASAN host here. His show, Lombardi Line, comes up at 1 Eastern, 10 Pacific, Monday through Friday. There's going to be a new podcast today called GM Shuffle, and his new book is called Football Done Right, available now. Go get the book. Michael, good morning. How are you today? I am good. I am doing good. I can't believe we're entering week eight already. I know. It's going too fast. It, it is fun, but it was an enjoyable. It's a fun, uh, it, it's a fun season, I can tell you that. Yep. So next Tuesday, Halloween is the deadline already. So we rarely have uh, deadlines in the NFL that are super active. Do you think that might change this year? Could some of these teams be pretty active uh, by the deadline? 
Well, I think you got to evaluate each situation, right? And so if you've got pending free agents that you feel like you can get a value today better than the value of the compensatory pick, you should take it, right? So I think that's got to be something really important. And you've got to really ask yourself, where are we going as a franchise? And what are we going to try to accomplish? You know, if you're Carolina, you know, you, you didn't throw Brian Burns into the deal to, to Chicago, which would have which would have reduced some of the draft pick costs. And now are you going to sign them to a contract? Are you going to extend them? What what's the plan? I think everything related to this trade deadline is tied to contracts. Chase Young, what do they do? Sweat, what do they do? And all the teams in the NFL that are looking to do something are trying to get it on the cheap. I mean, this is truly one section of the league wants to shop at sacks and get that reward. Meanwhile, most of the teams that are contenders want to pretend they're at Feline's basement. They want discounts. So it's always difficult to find the two things that meet. Potential for a fire sale in Minnesota and Tennessee? Well, I don't know about Tennessee. I mean, this will be interesting. I mean, I don't think Tannehill can play this week. The line's already moved. Mm -hmm. Atlanta was the one-point dog. Now they're a a one-and-a-half-point favorite. I mean, if they go with Malik Willis, this line will go to three pretty quickly. I agree. You know, and so, like, where are we going? I mean, I don't know where they are with Levis, right? Would they sell? Like, who can they sell? They're not selling Jeffrey Simmons. Like, who can they sell that, that, that brings back value if you're Tennessee? Minnesota... You know, Cousins has the no trade clause. He's not what people don't realize about Cousins. Cousins, if he gets traded to, let's pick a team, Cleveland, let's say uh, Baltimore, uh, excuse me, uh, let's say Chicago, right? He's not going to move his family, put his kids in different school without a guarantee of a next year's contract, without knowing that he's going to be at that place for the next four years. So, and I don't think anybody's willing to make that commitment. So, yeah, do I think Danielle Hunter could get traded? Sure, mm-hmm. but depends on the value. They're probably going to want a high draft pick. The teams that are shopping are going to want to pay a discount. Yeah, that's exactly the guy I was going to ask you about next. And it, like, does the price go up for a guy like Daniel Hunter playing on Monday Night Football tonight if he absolutely goes off? He's having a great year and he looks spectacular tonight. Yeah, well, I mean, look, he, I don't whether he plays good tonight or not. He's a good player. You're sure, and he has tremendous value. You know, and somebody's going to want to add to that value. There's no question. It's what are they willing to take and what are you willing to pay? You know, I think that's ultimately. And then what does the message send to your team when you trade him out the door, when they know he's your best player? You know, who are you going to put in there to play for him? Pat Jones? I mean, Roquan Roy? I mean, like, who's going in there? Like, it's you, you basically deflate your team if you do. Now, if Minnesota wins tonight, which is unlikely, but perhaps they do, you know, there is some renewed hope. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if there's one dominant team that you could just rule yourself out of in the NFC North. I think Detroit's the best team by far, but I think ultimately, yeah. you know, Minnesota probably can convince themselves they have a hell of a chance to beat anybody. How concerned are you by what you watched and what you've seen the last three games in Buffalo? But you have to be. Look, it's not a secret, and I've said this many times. I mean, without Matt Milano, without Daquan Jones, they're two best players. It's hard for them on defense. They're not the same team. If you just look at the breakdown when they don't have Milano in the game, it, it's, they're a completely different team, completely different defense. And when they start slow, they can't play from in front. So when they have to play catch-up, it exposes their defense. See, sometimes we don't we evaluate football teams and we don't really understand the strengths and weaknesses as it relates to the game. Miami, 
offensive line gets hidden by the scheme. But when they play a good defense up front, that the offensive line is really is what it is bad. Buffalo has mm-hmm. to play from in front because if they don't play from in front, they can't utilize their, their, their rushers. And so it becomes a different game. They're a small defense that doesn't cover man-to-man very well. Teams are taking advantage of their nickelback, Tyron Johnson, tremendously beating him constantly. So now, but when they're up by two touchdowns in a game early in the game, they can pressure. Leonard Floyd's a better player. Bob Miller's active. All those things. See, a lot of this is cause and effect. And we just label a team bad in some areas or label them great in other areas when really the scheme protects a lot of it and the scoreboard does too. Yeah, here's the bad thing, by the way, on top of everything you just said about the Bills. They don't have their buy until week 13. And this is a team that could absolutely be on their hands and knees begging for a bye week right now. And they still, I mean, the Buccaneers on Thursday, Bengals, Broncos, Jets, Eagles before the bye. Yeah. I mean, look, every game is going to be hard, but Josh Allen is still sensational. I mean, when you watch that game yesterday, I think the Patriots could have sacked them eight times uh-huh. and he got out of it eight times. But the problem is they have not been very good on third down. They're 24th in the national football league on third down. And they haven't been able to get control of games with their offense early. It started over in Europe when they lost to Jacksonville. I mean, they played from behind in that game, the giants, they were able to just muster that one up. I mean, look, the Patriots have always had trouble with Buffalo. They've always had trouble. They've had trouble tackling Josh Allen. And yesterday they did, but they got the lead on him. And then the defense couldn't hold them. I mean, the defense had a chance. That's the first time Mac Jones has come back mm-hmm. in a game to beat a team as a dog. That's pretty remarkable that they couldn't stop it. What do you think of the NFC South? And, and if, if you're buying Atlanta and you watch that mess Thursday with the Saints, and Carr yelling at everybody, and the offense continues to struggle. <laughs> what do you think of that that whole division here, and and Atlanta getting the big road win? Well, I, I don't understand how the the Saints bought into Carr. I mean, they shut him out last year when the Raiders went down there to play. Right, they dominated them, and you know, and and for all the theatrics and pointing the blame at everybody else, I mean, Carr has always been as the as one of the Jaguars players said, he's going to throw checkdowns. That's what he does. He throws. I mean, he loves a good checkdown. So you can't count them. Their defense is really good. But if he's going to continue to throw checkdowns or, you know, manipulate his stats like he often does, you know, I've got great stats. No, not really. You haven't Mm -hmm. won the game. I I, I think that's the problem. To me, Atlanta, Atlanta won yesterday, and it shouldn't have been a close game. Mm -hmm. I mean, Ritter fumbles three times. He's fumbled four times inside the 12 in the last three weeks. He's playing better. Nobody wants to give him credit for playing better. He's throwing the ball really well. That two-minute drive down the field, he throws a great ball to Pitts. Pitts gets him in the scoring range. But to me, they've got to stop turning the ball over. Atlanta is the best team right now in the South, in the, in the South NFC South, except they turn it over. You can't count Carolina as a potential team there. And Tampa, offensively, I mean, they can't run the football and Baker just starts to melt down whenever he does. Yep. I said a little earlier, you know, you can find out how good a coach truly is when you strip away a Hall of Fame quarterback. We're starting to see this now with Matt LaFleur and Green Bay. They can't score in the first half. They can't do anything moving the football. He's an offensive guy. Where are you at with mm-hmm. this guy as a head coach? Well, I, I, they play from behind and it's hard. And I've said it all along. I mean, you know, he's won in two years in a row. He won 13 games and a lot of it was the quarterback. I mean, their defense, when they need plays from their defense, they don't make it. And I think ultimately, look, they're fortunate they got that call in the end zone. I thought it was an interception. 
They didn't overturn it. They said that had they ruled an interception on the field, they would have kept it. But I keep waiting for Green Bay to play better offensively, and it hasn't happened yet. they got a lot of young players, but they haven't been able to put it together in terms of the scheme, in terms of the execution, and Love's too inconsistent. Lombardi line comes up today at 1 o'clock Eastern, 10 o'clock Pacific. There's going to be a new podcast later on this morning called GM Shuffle, and Michael's new book is available as well called Football Done Right. Thank you, sir. Enjoy the game tonight. Thank you, sir. There you go. Michael Lombardi with us here today, as he is well, every single Monday at this time. Certainly Ritter's a, a polarizing quarterback. I, I tweet, I'm, I'm done with the guy. I mean, I'm going to sit him down, and they've they got to stop with these silly turnovers. And I'll tell you maybe, what. You know, Smart could be part of the problem, though. And I mean, I just I was so ticked off that with the game on the line, third and five, you get a first down, you win the game, he runs the ball. But that goes back to Art, though, too, being oh. conservative. Go ahead. This ties into how wrong I was on Green Bay. Desmond Ritter's better than Jordan Love. Oh, yeah. He just is. Very disappointing. Updated win total for the Falcons, 9.5, based on the schedule that they play. Oh, it's so easy. Wow. Whatever you think it could be, multiple. It's so easy when you look at it. It is. There's so many winnable games. Could they win a playoff game? Sure they could. Be at home? Yeah, because look at the, the Buccaneers are a playoff team right now. Yeah. In the wild card spot. In Pocket Place coming up next here on VSIN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Watch sensational Grand Slam action on Tennis Channel as top stars clash at Roland Garros in Paris. Catch all the excitement. What a shot. Come on now. With Tennis Channel's comprehensive coverage as we bring you live matches and nightly encores, plus match previews. That is awesome. Don't miss one of the greatest events in all of sports. Roland Garros, the French Open. Daily live coverage on Tennis Channel now through June 9th. 